0: Welcome back to our listeners. You are tuning into the Be Bold for Women show. And I am your host, Lori Carice. Today, we are speaking with Laura Bowers, CEO, the PMO boss. And our topic is taking the risk and why it's worth it, win or lose. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be talking to you today. Thank you so much for being here. When I looked at your topic again, I'm like, you know what? That is so relevant especially even what I'm doing in my life right now, you and I happen to be talking at the beginning of a new year. And while I know podcasts and our radio show will live long beyond uh, this season, you know, the new year is always about setting up some new goals, maybe having some resolutions. But I mean, mine this year and even on radio is all about taking risks. Mm. And actually, I kind of framed our theme this year as unstoppable you. You Ooh. know, yeah, like don't get held back, just be unstoppable. Mm. So I think this is wonderful. You're actually the the first guest I'm having in the new year with this new energy. So I love it. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you. And let's dive into your topic.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I am uh, a recent entrepreneur, so I'm very familiar with this whole jumping in and taking risk stuff. Um, that was my 2023 was, was making that decision. But leading up to it, you know, I'm a mother of two young children. I'd been in the workforce for, you know, 20 plus years and really hit that ceiling of dissatisfaction. It just, you know, COVID really helped push some things to the front about where my life was at and if it was really a big beautiful dream or just kind of monotonous and um feeling like you're going through the motions, right? And not super fulfilling. So I was able to take that time and really start to reflect on um what I wanted and what I wanted required some risk taking. So we we started going down that path.
0: Wonderful. Yep, yeah, it all it kind of starts with an aha moment or an epiphany of something that's not you know, you're you're not connecting with it. You, mm-hmm. you the rest of what's going on in your world, and maybe that is the job. And and know during COVID, you know, you never want to leave a great job. Right. <laughs> um, you need that security, but you know, the paycheck can't be, um, you know, the everything where you're sacrificing your happiness. You know, I mean, you really need to find that balance. I have found entrepreneurship to be very rewarding, very mm-hmm. rewarding. Um, I took a little vacation even during the holidays and I didn't go anywhere It was a staycation. It was just downtime. Nice. You know, you're able to give yourself that luxury, hopefully, you know, at some points. And it was a long time for me to be able to actually take some time off.
1: Mm-hmm. I've been
0: doing running my own business for 15 years. And believe me, it's blood, sweat, tears and my time away from my children. I always Mm -hmm. coined that, you know, phrase that time away from your children. That's, that's the biggest part in starting your own business Mm -hmm. That kind of pretending to listen and also replying to an email and kind of doing both, you know? So let's talk about those risks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You
1: mentioned, um, you know, the paycheck, right? And I kind of equate it to golden handcuffs because um, I was working in the IT sector during COVID. So it was super secure, right? IT, IT boomed, right? We were in high demand, high need, um, which also created high stress, but um, I was fortunate. And there was so much like terribleness going on around. I had a lot of moments of like, well, who am I to want more, right? Who am I to like, you know, think that in that moment, we, you know, my family was healthy enough, right? We weren't dealing with some of the the travesties going around and we were employed. And it was like, you know, for lack of better words, like we were kind of coasting through COVID right. In comparison, when you start looking at all of the, the terribleness that was going on and it was, it was a sense of golden handcuffs. of just like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep doing this because it's, it's the safe thing to do. Um, but I was, you know, burnt out and angry and, you know, I had two very young children in COVID. Uh they were what three and three and six, two and two and five, like going into COVID. That's um, off to you.
0: Yeah, was I was, a, a I was challenge. An angry woman.
1: <laughs> I was very angry though. Like it was just so hard to deal with like potty training and meetings and this the you know, in nonstop, right? It was like this 24 cycle of, of kind of hell, right? <laughs> um so uh, it did get to a point and um there was a moment I was actually on Facebook you know, scrolling, you know, and Facebook, read your mind. And an ad popped up about, um, you know, essentially, are you living your best life? Like, are you showing up the way you want to be showing up? And I hadn't been, right? I was frustrated and on a low vibration and just not really the best version of of what I thought I could be, or at least what I wanted to be, right? Um, So like, you know, it was a leadership program, a whole personal development, uh, six-month program that culminated with climbing uh, Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. Mm -hmm. So it was like a very exciting thing, um, something never even thought in my mind I was capable of or, you know, I didn't have a dream or aspiration to be a mountain climber. I don't even at that time didn't even go hiking. (laughs) So it was uh, um, something that pushed me to think bigger. Right. And as I went through that program, I really started to curate what I wanted my life to be like and whether or not I was making the choices that aligned to that. And in reality, I wasn't, I wasn't taking the risks that were going to lead to the, the outcomes I really wanted. Um, and that's when I started to get this big, brilliant idea to, you know, quit my secure job and open a company and see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah. Risk, brilliance, or, you know, not so much. You never know. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's why I look at security and the job. It can't be at any cost, though. Mm-hmm. The cost of your happiness, I mean, you're not going to perform well if you're not happy. Right. You're not, you're not, you're providing a disservice to your employer if you're going in because you have to, and you're doing the tasks that you have to do and dread doing. You're not, you're not, that's not rewarding. You've got to step out of that.
1: Yeah. And I was in a role of leadership on, on the, the project I was on. So it was, um, there was a lot of guilt layered into that of like leaving the team, um, and what was actually best. And I probably did stay in it a lot longer than I should have, because I did wait until there was like a a clean break opportunity. Um, And that was probably a year or two too long. (laughs) But um, I I do, what you said resonates with me about like, was I really doing the best work I could have done? I mean, the answer I know is it's no, right? Um, It was good enough, but it wasn't my best. And now that I'm in this new phase of my life, I'm fully reinvigorated. Um, And that's why I encourage people to like, really think about these things. Because as I've done this, um, even though I still don't know where it's gonna go, because I'm only in my first year of business, like we're, we're a baby business, uh, the things I'm learning, the skills I'm gaining, uh, I feel kind of alive again, right? Like it wasn't that feeling in COVID of just swirling around the drain. I'm, I'm challenging myself. And even um, if the risk doesn't pay off, I'm still winning, right? I'm still getting benefits out of this experience. Um, so in that regard, the risk becomes worth it no matter how the success looks like.
0: Oh, I agree. I love the win or lose um, suggestion that you make because I think you win anytime you challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, again, throwing back to COVID, it seems so It's weird to talk about COVID like, oh, pandemic is over. I hear these like radio things in the pharmacy. Pharmacy, uh, you know, the pandemic is over. I'm like, really? I see a lot of masks going on right now. (laughs) And that's all good. But um, it was such a mindset phase that will always stick with me. Mm -hmm. And a big thing for me is I'm in the events industry. So Mm -hmm. during COVID, first to get shut down, last to reopen group gatherings. I had, you know, the word pivot was all over the place. And I'm like, I'm going to lose my audience. I'm going to lose my vendors. I'm going to lose my attendees. I've got to perform some kind of outreach that is virtual and everybody was zooming. And of course, I jumped in on the bandwagon trying to do zoom wellness events, et cetera, but everybody was doing that. And that's when I looked into I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I heard about podcasting. I've got time to learn. Never thought I would do a podcast. And it led into building a community and listening to other women's voices, bringing on other experts. And now we've got the radio and we're still going strong and building and growing. And it's because you know, that risk was worth it because I didn't even know what that hidden gem was really going to be. Right. Just you didn't I know what the target was. You had no yeah. idea what you were going for. You just went forward. <laughs> I just wanted to learn new technology and challenge myself. And it mm-hmm. led me into a whole different layer of very rewarding part of my business that I love doing.
1: Right, I mean, you've created a community. Like it, it, I've loved listening to a lot of the stuff on the on the radio show, and it's just like it's a beautiful community. It's inspiring. There's lots of great voices coming in. So you know, kudos to you for for going down that path.
0: Yeah, and you don't even have to really see the end of the road and have that big vision. Just take that baby step. Mm-hmm. You know, baby yeah, baby step is going to lead you down another path and another path and another path. And there's a surprise there at the end Mm -hmm. and it will be worth it because anytime, like I'm even taking a a course right now and it is a certification course, but I'm finding a lot of challenges with time management to meet some of those tasks. So Mm -hmm. I've decided to just audit it. And I'm like, you know, I don't need the certification. I'm an entrepreneur who's looking at, you know, (laughs) who's looking at what I've completed as far as courses, but even some of it that's review, I'm like, ooh, those are good little points. And writing them down and adding a few of those segments to my website. And it, it's just great for communication, having conversations with people. You know, I, I, I definitely suggest enriching yourself, anybody listening, and taking a class once in a while. Just audit it. You know, it's not a waste of time. Even if you think it's review Mm-hmm. there's a spark in there. And, you know, when we're in the green room, I'd love to chat about AI a little bit, because that that's another thing that I decided to get more involved in learning about. Not that I want to use AI that much, but you better know what's out there in the industry Absolutely. and what's going on and be able to have those intelligent conversations because I am in media and AI is definitely playing a big role in yeah. building, you know, creating content. So, um, you said you were studying or incorporating AI. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. To step back just a moment, you mentioned just courses in general. And I do feel like this step-by-step thing, I've almost stumbled my way into this evolution of, um, you know, I I have an AI consulting agency, right? Like who would have ever thought, like that wasn't what I went out the gate with but I started with one course and I was like, was learning something else. And then, you know, all this buzz about ChatGPT and I found myself using it and using it and learning it. And then I'm like, this is, this is the business, right? This is, this is the future. Um, So I've I've since um, really doubled down on my education because I didn't know how to be an entrepreneur. So I found the knowledge, which in today's age is readily available. Um, So I love what you said, like auditing a course, like just get yourself out there and it also mitigates risk, right? Cause you're then educating yourself as you go. You're not being um, totally blindly going down the path. But as I've um, started with the AI stuff, I'm actually taking AI courses now. Um, and some of these companies are starting to come out with certifications, right? Cause um, ChatGPT is now, it's a year old, it came out last November. Um, so in just a year, it's revolutionized pretty much everything. And we are seeing um, some legitimate you know, semi-legitimate courses and things coming out. Um, I mean, MIT, of course, is super legitimate. They've got things now. Um, And I'm able to get ahead of the curve because like AI is not going away, right? So like, how do I use it responsibly and ethically? Because there's a lot of concerns about, you know, what good and bad can be done with AI. And I'm trying to get out in front of it and be like a good steward of the technology and help, um, entrepreneurs understand and learn it because it can be super overwhelming. There's so much information and new stuff coming to the market daily um, that it's almost even overwhelming to start. So that's kind of uh, one of the things our company focuses on is just helping people get comfortable with it uh, when we don't even really know what it it's totally going to be, right? You can't even begin to fathom what this technology is going to do.
0: I know. I I find it interesting. I mean, I'm starting to create a few documents using that, that same tool,
1: mm-hmm. Um
0: in the events industry i'm starting to work with a lot of like nonprofits and help them organize their events i'm like i just start typing things and <laughs> and it, it it kind of puts together a little manual for me i'm like and i know it's kind of cheating and it's supposed to be your language but i read it i'm like well those are exactly the words i would have used they just put it together quicker and really nicely yeah. for me
1: it's like a super assistant and and there are ways you know i mentioned the the ethical implementation of it there are ways to train the the AI to mirror your brand, your voice. So it it isn't that different than training an assistant. It just Mm -hmm. happens at warp speed in comparison, right? Like you only got to tell the AI thing like once and maybe tweak and clear it up. Where an assistant, it might take, you know, three, six, nine months or whatever to get them
0: where you want them to be. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking, you know, as a small business owner, you know, as entrepreneurs we often lean on virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're threatened by AI or if hopefully they can use it to speed up yeah. and add, you know, add clients.
1: I'm of the opinion that it's it's more the latter. I mean, there is there's no doubt that AI is going to change industries and jobs will go away, but at the same time that it's taking away kind of outdated jobs, it's creating new ones, right? There's an entire new industry coming together of um large language model education or training these models, there's prompt engineering coming out. So like it's creating jobs while it's it's removing them. I mean, the same as many of these changes in our history have, have done, right? They get rid of the old jobs and create new ones. Um, and I personally believe that if you have um, a VA or something like that in your business, especially a small business, they can now do more for you. I mean, entrepreneurs yeah. don't have these massive budgets to have a marketing department, but you can get your VA like, working again warp speed is almost the perfect word they can produce at a much faster um higher quality version at a quicker rate right so that's that's where it becomes magic you know you don't have to let them go you can actually empower them to learn more right so you know as a business owner you can decide how you you do that i'm sure plenty of businesses will make cuts but that's not necessarily what has to happen
0: Wonderful. I love I think you and I can go on and on about AI. And this is just something, this is, you know, I was expressing, you know, deep into COVID learning something new and it was podcasts. I think this is going to be my new deep dive Mm -hmm. is AI. That's nice. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's very cool. Well, in the spirit of our theme, be bold for women, Laura, tell us a little something about what you're doing this coming year. That's a bold move.
1: Yeah. Bold moves for me. Um, I am really doubling down on, on the AI. I, I went from I did start as a project management consulting company. And then I was like, I'm going to take that that experience. And I'm I'm an AI strategist. Right. I am going to just, just embrace that. Um, and that is a big, bold move. Right. Like kind of um, at women, we don't own things. We don't you know, we have a tendency to need to be it before we'll admit it. And I'm doing the opposite. I'm like, no, this is me. I'm I'm ahead of the curve. And when I step back and think about it, I really am. Like, you know, this technology is just scratching the surface and I'm pushing, pushing to the forward of the forward of the line. Um, and that's bold, you know, go good for me to just it like, name it. And, you know, I'm hoping in a year or two from now I'm gonna have like a a very healthy um AI agency, right? That's crazy notion to think.
0: Oh my gosh, you're, you're inspiring me right now. Now you're going to have me like really jump into looking up some new courses. Like I said, I signed up for a a virtual AI summit Mm -hmm. and I, I I paid the price to have like a lifelong link because I didn't have time to watch it live. And I plan to actually get that going this week. So now I'm excited to see what they're going to say. I need to pick your brain a little bit more on some courses. Absolutely, Absolutely. so as we wrap up, um i love to make sure that our audience is able to find you. So of course for our podcast li- listeners, when they download in show notes, we've got your information, including your website. For our radio only listeners, what's the best way to connect with you?
1: Yeah, the the website is it would be the com. So hopefully that's easy enough to, to remember if you're listening. Um, and on there, we are actually creating a community for entrepreneurs to learn AI um, with kind of monthly Q&As and education series. Um, so the information about that, if that's you know a community you'd be interested in joining, that's, that's available. Um, so all the latest things that we're doing are gonna be there.
0: You know what? I think our listeners, after hearing you describe what is on your website about AI, go ahead and repeat that website. It's the PMO boss.com. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you and you're making bold moves. You're inspiring me to do something bold right now as well. And hopefully others. So Laura, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, I really had a great time. Thank you. And you've been listening to the be bold show for women entrepreneurs or not. Actually, (laughs) I usually like to throw that in Be bold for women entrepreneurs, but you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be bold. Just Just push yourself harder. Thank you for listening.